0: I'm going to make my permanent residency my car. At those prices, I'm going to just live in my car. I'm going to live in my car. Don't have to worry about taxes. I may have to pee and shit on the side of the road. I'm going to make my car my primary residence because I can't afford anything anymore in, in Canada anyways. So what I'm saying is jack up the gas prices, jack up the gas prices, and let me live in my car like a free Canadian. Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. And welcome to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, Kevin Amoki. This is my podcast. If this is the first time checking out the pod, the way that this podcast works is that I determine the best thing in any given subject. Today, I'm talking about the best gas station, you know, the place where you fill up your car so you can drive hours and hours to a job you hate and only to do it again and again. You know, uh, but tomorrow I could be talking about the best uh you know electric charging station because one day we'll get there, you know, or or if the world goes to shit, maybe I'll do the best way uh or the best weapon to to beat a man to death because you need to protect your family and survive in the apocalyptic world that is uh that may come, you know so <laughs> so that's how the podcast works. I pick a random subject do a little bit of research and by research i mean you know five minutes on the good old google right and uh i kind of i kind of come up with uh, my own deductions you know if you have made it this far thank you for checking out the pod uh if you can if you can to help to to help uh, a starving man in a, in a mustang uh recording his podcast in a parking lot while it's raining if you could be so kind to, 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 to like, comment, subscribe Do all that stuff You know Um, If you guys are listening or watching You guys do know I record my podcast From my 2009 Ford Mustang Other than that I also have a mullet uh, Other than that I recently ate uh Two chili cheese burritos You know Why? Because You know <laughs> Because Mainly why is um I know a lot of you are going to be like, because you're a fat fuck? Yeah. But hold on. Hear me out. The reason why is, uh, you know, I, I do fast, right? I do fast. But every so often, like, I'll eat, like, pretty. Like, I've been trying to eat, like, you know, you know, like, like a smoothie in the morning or whatever. Or, like, I try to eat as healthy when I can. But every so often, just like a fucking pregnant lady, I get these weird fucking cravings these cravings for like stuff that i don't need stuff that is just utter trash and i had the biggest craving right for i you know i, I still fasted so i was i was coming up on so i do eight by 16 so i was uh, yeah 16 hours right because 12 and then yeah anyways so i, I wasn't a fasted state i wasn't a hungry state right but uh all of a sudden i just got this craving for freaking Taco Bell meat, you know. And I was like, okay, well, hold on. Maybe let's be smart about this. Maybe don't go to Taco Bell, and maybe we can make the taco meat at home, right? Because I had some, and maybe we can make it the healthier version. I, you know, I have some ground turkey. I don't. I've been the, I've been staying away from the red meat recently because I got a blood uh, test coming up. You know, trying to avoid the red meats, the high cholesterol. Right. So. Uh, I got, you know, I was like looking into, you know, recipes, pretty simple recipe. You do have to blend it, blend the meat to get that same texture, but, but I, uh, I got lazy as fuck, like most things in my life. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend an hour or two. I got work today two in the afternoon. I'm not gonna spend, uh, plus I gotta fucking edit these pods, um, you know, I'm not going to spend the time going to uh to 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 make this 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 homemade version of Taco Bell. I'm going to go to the source because they are a business that has been in business since I have no idea when and is it the best taco in the world? Absolutely not. Will it hurt my stomach? Absolutely will. Right? But but I was like, let's just get it done with. If we're going to And guys, this is like the whole message behind the pod. This is what the pod has always been about. Oh, fuck. That was just me letting out a freaking fart. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that uh, don't waste time with um, uh, homemade imitations. If you want the shit, if you want, if you're going to dish it out, if you're going to get into some bad stuff or you're just going to, you know, whatever, don't settle for these. Freaking, make make it at home. No, go go. These people that are like, oh, I can make I can make a burger better than better than uh than Wendy's. Can you, bitch? Can you can, can you can you run a multi billion dollar burger company from your homemade little burgers? You know, and don't get me wrong. So some people can make pretty decent burgers, but the time and effort. You know what I'm saying? That's another factor too. Time and effort, right? So, anyways, what I'm saying is, is that I'm justifying. I'm justifying all the reasons why I just had two chili cheese burritos from Taco Bell, right? And now I'm going to do a podcast about gas stations because I'm going to have gas soon. And again, I'm just trying to make correlations, you know? Uh, Yeah, man. Well, today I'm going to be talking about gas stations. Uh, I've been driving since, well, technically, technically. I mean, I I remember having like a freaking, you remember those little toy cars that ran on batteries? Um, I used to have like a blue monster truck version of that when I was like seven, eight. But then my dad like put like extra batteries on it, you know, and, and just and kind of reinforced shit because I was a fat kid, so he didn't want me breaking it. So we we kind of made it, and then eventually I built my own go kart. Well, no, what happened was we got a go kart that was like in pieces, and then I built it. So I've been I've been driving since I was a baby, right? I part of me always wanted to be a race car driver, but you know, too fat, too fast. <laughs> that's going to be the new Fast and the if if I ever join the Fast and the Furious that's going to be one of the titles, you know, it's going to be me wanting to eat Vin Diesel's family, you know? It's just going to be me, you know, it's going to be called Too Fat and Too Furious and or the first one's going to be called Fat and Furious. And the sequel will be Too Fat and Furious, where I joined the team and I now want to eat. So, I, Again, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, I've been driving for a while. And, you know, I think my first time actually being in the road, I must have been 14, 15. Took my dad's truck out. We were we were in the countryside and I drove it around the the country roads or whatever. Right. And I remember that first time a car came towards me. And there was a bit of like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm doing the real thing. Right. And then the trick is always look where you want to go, not at what is in. Like, if you see a wall, you're going to drive into it. It's a basic driving one on one. Don't look at other things. Look where you want to go. Right. So, yeah, I did that, you know, and then I kind of procrastinated in high school. I should have gotten my license earlier, but I procrastinated because I was busy dealing with other stuff. Not really. There was high school was just me playing games, drama class, looking up girls' skirts, you know, because I went to a Catholic school, right? But eventually, I got my driver's license, right? And eventually got my motorcycle's license. Then eventually upgraded my license to now I can drive a. Uh, I got a B license. Oh, oh yeah, it's a B license. So I can drive pretty much a bus and anything down, right? Maybe maybe one day you get the eighteen wheeler, right? Also can write, I can also i have my pleasure craft license so I can boat you know starboard port and the other ones you know um yeah, so I've been driving a lot, and one at one one of the prices you have to pay when you are a constant driver rider or whatever vehicular vehicle you use is that uh you gotta you gotta pay gas right, and that's one of the things that Ever since, you know, I remember, listen, guys, when I was a kid, I I remember when gas was hovering at around 60, 70 cents a liter, Canadian guys I'm doing this podcast in Canada. And I remember, I remember I used to, I used to, gas used to be around 60 cents and now we're coming up at around a buck 60, right? So shit, gas is always going to be expensive, not because, you know, and, and I don't want to get into the politics and stuff, right? But the truth is, most of the time the reason why you're paying for gas isn't because we're running out and because it's 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 you know very far away to ship it from. Listen, in Canada we we got the freaking oil sands in Alberta, right? In Texas you got in America you got Texas and a whole bunch of other places. Most places have access to some type of so don't get don't get into the oh the shipping charges. No, the reason why gas cost expensive is because these elite cunts who run countries and business and corporations want a taste they want a taste of of the money right you know in the middle east you know the shakes that those shakes they can't drive toyota freaking honda civics no man those guys need to be driving Bugattis, okay? $14 million Bugattis, okay? So, so Jesus Christ, it's fucking raining. and there's cops. Anyways, long story short is the reason why you're paying for gas, isn't the high price, isn't because the actual thing costs that much. You know, we've got the refineries, blah, 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 blah. It's because somebody wants to make a buck off you, right? Now here's the thing. When it comes to gas, when it comes to gas, I think, I think, and this is going to is gonna stir the pot. I think when it comes to gas, we shouldn't be asking for lower gas prices. What we should do is be jacking those prices up. We need to make gas so unaffordable that most people decide to take public transit or just get off the road completely. Get them off the road completely so that we don't have to deal with these poor, shitty drivers. Right. And make it make make driving an elite an elite thing again. Okay. I I, make drivers great again. Okay. I want I want to I want to have I want gas to be like $200 every time you fill up. Right. Or more. Right. Depending on your car. And I want insurance to come down because that's a big bullshit insurance to come down, and I want everyone to drive only big-time sports cars, right? Screw your family and your minivans. The only people that need to drive are the elites that can afford the fuel, right? Take away the speed limits, take away the speed limits, and just open her up, right? So that, that, that's what I'm pushing for. That's my platform, you know? Make gas expensive. Take these Poor, dumb drivers off the road, and it's always these poor, dumb drivers that are always getting into accidents. You know who doesn't get into accidents? People that have really expensive cars, unless they're stupid. And that's the next level. Stupid people, I'm assuming, (laughs) can't afford. (laughs) This is where the logic breaks down. All I'm saying is there's way too many people on the road, and we need to take them off the road. Okay, and how do you get people off the road? By jacking up the gas prices, you know? So make, so make gas $500 a tank, right? Right? Make it so expensive, but lower the insurance. Make it so expensive that no one can drive only the elite fasts, right? The elite fasts. and that, And then that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to buy myself a freaking car that I can sleep in, right? I'm going to... I'm going to completely like my basically my cost of living. I'm not going to buy a place to rent. I'm not going to live. I'm going to make my house. I'm going to make my permanent residency my car right at those prices. I'm going to just live in my car. So I'm going to live in my car. Don't have to worry about taxes or whatever. I may have to pee and shit on the side of the road. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make my car my primary residence because I can't afford anything anymore. in in Canada anyways. So what I'm saying is jack up the gas prices, right? Jack up the gas prices. You know. And let me live in my car like a free Canadian. Oh, guys, I'm telling you, man. Um, uh, I. I. I as, as some of you guys know, maybe you don't know, I've been I've been on the market. Listen, I live in Toronto, one of the horrible, the most shittiest, the most go fuck yourself markets in the world, right? Just and I don't even know why. It's like you do realize that six months out of the year we're buried in snow and 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 the city dies. But oh, I want to pay premium prices to live here because healthcare is great. Is it? Is it? Is it really that great? Yeah, okay, it's free, which I love. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking on that, but when it takes me six hours to get a fucking doctor's note because my back hurts, go fuck yourself. You know. So, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'm about to announce something big on the. P- <laughs> I I'm officially out of the housing hunt market. I am officially out. I I I, I the other day I um. Uh, what do you call? Uh, I, I was looking at places in Hamilton, Oshawa. And for those that don't know, those are like basically the, the armpits of the GTA. That's literally where like people go to freaking, you know, do meth or like, you know, get into, you know, you know, whatever. No, knock to those Hamilton and Oshawa folk. You're good, hardworking folks making a living. Right. But you live in a shithole. Let's be honest. OK, when the GM plant closed and they're not doing anything anyways, what I'm saying is I, uh, I was looking at I was looking at buying homes in a shithole place. Right. That was I, I was willing to go with that. I'm like, because like, I can't afford, obviously, anything in Toronto. Right. Because I ain't making 200K a year and I'm not shack I'm not shacked up with another lady or I mean, I'd be honest, I'd be opening. I'd be open to a fucking gay relationship. With another rich man, just so we could afford a fucking place. If you're a gay, or if you're not gay and you're just a, if you're a man, I don't Actually, hold on. First step is if you're a lady and you're looking to buy affordable homes in Toronto, I will be your husband so we can co-sign. Let's fucking do it. You can fuck whoever you want. I'll fuck whoever. Preferably, if you're hot, we can fuck. But anyways. What I'm saying is, is that I don't have that extra income of a spouse, right? That's a little trick. A lot of people are like getting married and hitching up because they can't afford to live on their own. They need that somebody else, right? So, anyways, anyways, I, I've been looking at trying to get a spot in the armpits of the GTA, and you know, a listing they were going at like four hundred, and then every single time I sent it to my real estate guy. Oh, yeah, that there's like 20 bids on that. Uh, That's going to be over 560 K or whatever, you know, over the budget. Right. So if you break down the numbers, you know, which I have, you're looking at almost like three thousand dollars a month in just the mortgage and utilities and all that bullshit. Right. And I. Yeah. So basically what he was saying is you're too you're too poor, Kevin. You're too poor to live in the armpits of the GTA. You know? So that's why I think, I think I am now going to be going the other way. I'm going to be using the money that I have, the resources that I have, the job that I have and invest in myself. Or a 2023 Ford Bronco. Or a 2023 40th anniversary Toyota Forerunner with all the perks, you know, the lifted side skirts, the custom paint job, the gold rims, you know? Why? Because I think as a single male who's been trying to fight his way into the market of Ontario, Canada, and this bullshit North American way of living, i <laughs> I think guys you could you could tell I'm clearly fucking pissed at this whole situation but I think I think the key is I need to stop thinking about living in in a in a in a two bedroom house or 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 or, or whatever I now need to start thinking about okay how do I live in my car how do I live in my car now how do I make my car my primary mode of transportation but at the same time my primary residence right and i think i've been looking at it because we're because here's the thing guys I, I for the longest while i was thinking oh wait maybe maybe i should buy like you know one of those sprinter vans and and uh and uh you know live, live out of my van but i'm like no, no 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 i am not shitting in a fucking bucket because that's one of the things that people don't know if you live in a sprinter van and you know obviously you can stop by at malls and public restrooms but there's going to be a lot of times where you're shitting in a bucket, right? And I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So then I said, "Okay, the next best step, the next step is a mobile home, right? It has a little shower, does have a washroom, you can have a bed in there, you can actually have a place of living, right?" So I was like, "Okay, mobile home." And then I'm like, "Okay, well I, I got to bring my toys." Or I got to what I'm saying is I got to bring the motorcycle. So I'm like, "Okay, what can haul a motorcycle and a motorhome. Well, it's going to have to be a pickup truck or maybe a really powerful SUV. So that's really what my next vehicle is looking like. Uh, A pickup truck. And I recently drove a 2023, no, a 2022 Dodge Ram Rebel. I liked it. It's very smooth ride. Horrible blind spots, though. It's very bulky. So not going to be going with that. But what I'm saying is I think the next, the next step, my next step in evolution is not going to be finding affordable housing in the great Americ great Canadian state province of, of Ontario. No, my, my next step is finding a way to live on the road, right? How to live running from town to town, province to province, state to state, you know? If they ever lock this bitch down again, like they did with the, with the pandy wandy, your boy isn't going to stay in Toronto again. Fool me once. Shame on me. Lock me down twice. Go fuck yourself. So I think, I think, uh, yeah, my, my, my next, my next, my next turn in, in life is going to be investing in, uh, a mobile home truck life on the road situation, right? You know, maybe get myself, you know, internet with, with the Starlink, right? You know, find a job where I can, you know, do it on the road, right? You know, or maybe, guys, or maybe, maybe, from the good graces of your heart, you guys can share this pod, grow it to the point where I can make, listen, guys, I got this thing. I was, I was playing an idea. 10K, I call it the 10K army. And here's the deal. Is that if I can get like ten thousand people ten thousand guys of you guys and i'll I'll make content for you I'll fucking jerk my ass off whatever whatever it is if I can get ten thousand people to give me just a dollar a month right so ten thousand dollars a month i'm I'm good i can I can I can roam these lands I'll do weird shit I'll live out of my mobile home and my Toyota forerunner being being and my, my motorcycle all being, you know, dra- dragged in together, I'll I'll do that. I just need 10K. So if you can, guys, if you are subscribed, if you are subscribed, share the pod and tell them, hey, this man is in need. You know, why, why help? Why help, you know, people, listen, especially if you're in North America, guys, if you're in Canada or if you're in America, why help send money to, like, I don't know, Ukraine or like places you've never even heard of when you can help a man in a Mustang with a mullet who just ate two chili cheese burritos for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> I got a fucking ad. You know that, that uh in the arms of an angel, that's going to be my fucking ad. I'm going to make an ad one day, be like, why help starving children of Africa when you can help a man in a mullet who just ate two two chili cheese burritos in his 2009 Mustang in a parking lot while it's raining, you know? So, yeah guys, I think I think that's uh I think that's going to be the plan. Also, uh I've been talking with a couple of people or oh, friends. Um I think we're going to make a couple of changes to the podcast I think uh, what's it called? Just looking at the analytics retention time, I'm going to be pumping out way more clips. I think the clips are doing better on the, on the YouTubes and the Instagrams and the TikToks. I think, I think, I think uh, it gets consumed better. So I'm going to probably doing, doing a couple more clips. And also I just noticed from retention time, I think an hour is too much for, 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 for everybody. I think, I think, I think right now, I know the standard for a podcast is an hour. Everybody does an hour, right? Um, But I think think just from looking at my own stats, especially because, guys, I'm not fucking Rogan where I can do three hours, right? There's even times when I'm listening to a three-hour Joe Rogan podcast and I'm, like, not even in it anymore, right? But it's Joe Rogan. He's earned that place, right? And then the hour podcast, I've even, like, you know, there's a lot of guys that do solo hour podcasts but they keep, you know, these guys are professional freaking high-energy dudes, right? I'm just a man in a mullet who just ate two chili cheese burritos, right? You know, who needs to take a shit soon. Who needs to take a shit soon. So, you know, I I think I'm going to be taking down the podcast time. I'm going to be winding it down to maybe around the 30-minute mark, maybe 45, 35 to 45. We're going to play around with the numbers, and if People do want to listen to more. We'll 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 go back to the hour, right? But I think for now, just from even just producing it, editing wise, uh, being able to cut more clips. I think if I can get the pod sharper, because that's another thing too, is that I think when I was doing an hour, I also went on my ramblings a little bit too long, right? And then I know, me, or sometimes I think when people got to, because obviously we're gonna be talking about gas stations. I know people were were probably tuned in for that. When I get to the topic, sometimes people feel like, okay, well, I don't really care about that part. I actually I actually like the, your, your talking stuff, right? Or some people will be like, okay, I don't like your talking stuff. I actually like you know your your, your, your your topics and I want I want you to get to the meat of the podcast, right? So I feel like a nice medium is if I cut both things and kind of condense them both so that way you're getting whatever part you, you're here for. If you guys like it when I do my little rants or whatever at the top of the pod, I'm going to still do that. And then if you guys are here for the facts and you guys want to know, you know, the stats and the, the research that I've done and my research, I mean, guys, I just Google this bullshit. And if, if you guys want to know about that, then I'll get to that sooner. Right. So I think, I think we're going to be doing, uh, yeah, we're going to be moving the podcast, uh, to cutting the time to about maybe 30 to 45 minutes in that range, maybe a little, whatever. And I think that's going to be, because guys, we're coming up on like, I think, 86, 87 episodes or whatever. My thing was to get this thing fully flushed out at around 100. By the time we get to to 100 episodes, I'm going to have this podcast night. Because, guys, if you've seen like the first one to like now, we getting better, boys. We getting better. We getting better. So, um. I think I think if if I can get the final product at, at at episode 100, right? Getting this baby, you know, clips good, getting it uh, you know, getting to the topics, getting to whatever, getting to the meat faster, making it more consumable, getting, you know, we're, we're we just recently obviously went to weekly as opposed to before it was bi-weekly. We're making moves, right? We're making progress, right? So I think that's what I'm going to do. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get it sharper. You know, if you guys want an hour, I mean, you know, let me know. But as of yet, I think, I think that's the way. And I think that's, I think the, the way it's looking like uh, online and the way I see just retention time. We're, 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 we're in a time where people's attention spans are just way shorter. Right. You know, like I can't watch hour long episodes anymore. Sometimes of shows Without going for my phone, without whatever, right? So I think with a podcast, is yeah, an hour may, may be good audibly because maybe you're on the road or you're just whatever thing. But I think in terms of just entertaining you faster, bigger, and giving you more meat, you know, giving you more dick, you know, that's not. It's, it's almost like it's like it's almost like this podcast is almost like like. You, you, <laughs> Maybe ladies can explain it better, but you 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 know when 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 you're about to get fucked by a again I not from experience, but from what I'm seeing or what I've heard, you know when you're about to get banged by like a guy with a big piece, right? You you don't want to kind of go all in right away, right? You kind of want to slowly wedge yourself. Again, this is from not from experience, but you kind of want to go in slowly, just the tip, just the good part. You know, just just a little bit of whatever. Just go in, you know, you know, ease it in. You don't want to shram it in, because then the person is gonna be, the lady's gonna be or guy. I mean, again, we're, we're living in times, but they're gonna be sh- shocked and they're gonna be confused and they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, I don't, I don't know what to do." Right? But if you slowly put your piece in, especially if you have a big, huge piece, I'm not saying I do or don't. What I'm saying is if you got like a big piece, you got to kind of got to go. You got to go in slowly. Right. So I'm going to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to slowly give you guys a little bit of the pod. Right. 30 minutes of it. Right. And if you guys want more, you know, you're going to have to whisper in my ear. and Be like, give me more podcast, Kevin. Give me more podcast. And then I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, here's more podcast. And then. I'll go back to the hour, okay, guys. So that that's that's uh, yeah. I just compared fucking podcasting to big dick sex. Anyways, guys, let's get into the meat because I know you came for the meat. So the way I'm going to be going about it is I'm going to be talking about ten of the best gas stations in the world. Predominantly, these are North American gas stations, but they do have obviously places all over the world. Uh, I'm gonna be going in order of the oldest gas station because ga- you know they, they you know you want reputable companies who who have a good standing record, so that way you know that they when when you fill up your gas, you're getting a good reliable product in your engine. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you where they originated from, you know, so so you know that way you could if you live in these pockets, these areas, you can know that okay, that's the main that's the main uh, market, right? I'll tell you about how many stations these places have, so if you if you know more popular, and then just tell you about like you know kind of what they're gas. Because here's the thing, guys, for those that don't know, most gas is standardized, right? It has to be unleaded. I believe the lowest you can get is like an eighty-seven. Again, they have these these technical terms like ninety-one octane is like, or ninety-three octane is, or ninety-four. I think even octane is higher. Uh, there's usually like ethanol levels, right? you know usually the, the 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 i think higher the ethanol the, 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 the or lower the ethanol either way basically what i'm saying is that most gas is standardized unleaded but usually the re- the reason why these companies have different prices or different versions is cuz they have their own special additives that they add into the gas some gas is just pure straight there's not really too much some Put actual detergents into their gas. Now, a lot of people think, oh, well, that's bad. No, no, no. That usually helps with the cleaning of your fuel system, you know, because fuel lines get gunked up, you know, the engine, you know, and you're, you, you know, because you, guys, it's, it's a process, right? You know, you don't want like, you know, tar being built up and all that stuff. So a lot of these companies have their own formulated, uh, their own formulated uh, gas basically cleaning product. Right. That they put in. So when you put it in, it's doing something for you. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to basically tell you about, uh, you know, the types of additives that they have or their types. Again, do I know what their blends are? No, but I'm going to tell you what what's the name and what they say they're doing. Right. So let's go into the 10 best uh, gas station companies, places in the world. Uh, the first one that I'm going to be talking to you about is is chevron chevron especially in america not too many not too many spots up here in canada but chevron uh founded in 1879 their headquarters is california uh america you know currently there are about uh, 19,550 locations uh worldwide you know predominantly in the states predominantly they do have more obviously around california and the southern states but you know, when I made my trip down to uh, when I went to, sh- to Detroit recently, I loaded up at a Chevron and Chevrons are pretty good gas stations, pretty standard, Uh, you know, good fuel, right? She- uh, for their fuel, Chevron uses something called Techron, Techron, which is a propriety, a propriety blend of fuel additives. Basically, it's a cleaning product uh, that they add to their fuel and. Um, but the reason why Chevron is a, is one of the top leaders today is that they do have a really high standard uh, of 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 the, the companies. There there is an agency that does go around and kind of basically give you like a fuckin' I forget the site guys. Maybe I'll add in the link. But basically, there is there is a a site or an organization that goes around testing the fuel quality, the fuel you know cleaning capability of these companies, and Chevron is one of the top tier. I believe there's like five companies that are at the top that I have on my list and Chevron is definitely one of the top tier. They've been around for the longest. Uh, so definitely definitely uh, one to go with. So, Chevron. Chevron is there. Uh the next one on my list is Exxon Mobile or in Canada where we have them underlisted under Esso. Esso Station so Exxon ExxonMobil is all under one. At one point, they were, I think, under the name Standard Oil, like, you know, but but they eventually bought out each other. I think Exxon bought Mobile and then Exxon, because usually, usually I think, in the UK and Canada, we, we use SO or whatever. But basically, the company was founded in 1882. Their headquarters is in Texas, uh, America, Texas. So... You know, from the oil fields of Texas, a uh, number of stations. They got forty thousand stations worldwide. Obviously, you know, the UK and Canada, we got them under Esso. Uh, in the states, it's Exxon Mobil. They, I like their facilities. They, they have uh, great car washes. Um, usually, I believe they're who, who, who do they go? Circle K. Yeah, I believe, I believe there's the in Canada, maybe some, maybe in the states too. But they got the Circle K convenience stores, right? So, and Circle K, listen, as a guy who used to eat fucking during the pandemic, who used to eat from gas stations, Circle K, you can get a decent meal. You guys want a little trick? What I used to do was I used to go in, get their standard like pizza sub sandwich, and then I'd pick up um, uh, Jack Link's bacon, right? Jack Link's bacon, which is jerky bacon, right? Put that shit in there. And then what I do is I pick up a stick, a mozzarella, mozzarella, put that shit in there. You now have yourself a pizza sub with extra cheese and bacon, right? And uh, that's how you fucking get colon cancer. But anyways, what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, ExxonMobil, ESO, they got got great uh, facilities, all that stuff. In terms of their fuel, they use something called Mobile Synergy, which is a unique formula that contains nine additives including a corrosion inhibitor, so a rust proofer, a friction modifier, so something that lubes it up a bit more, and three detergents plus more. You know, so Esso, Exxon Mobile, all under the same brand, definitely one of the top dogs, definitely top tier gas. Uh, so if you want that, go to your nearest Esso or Exxon Mobile. Um, the next one on my list is one of the older, oldest companies in the business too. I'm talking about Sunoco, Sunoco, founded in 1886, uh, headquarters in Texas. Uh, their number of station is about 10,000 worldwide. They're uh, they're a little bit uh, small, uh, and they're 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 fueled. They basically have something called UltraTech, which is a cleaning detergent uh, product as well. Now, Sunoco, again, not as big as the other companies. They are they have been around for a while. Um, I I know they used to do like promotions with like Tim Hortons on all that stuff, Um, but their fuel level is standard. Not bad. Again, it's standard, but nothing really special about the Sunoco. So you might be able to get a little bit of a price difference. You might be able to get, you know, if you are really chincing out on on the price. uh, Sunoco, again, still will do the job, but it's just not going to give you that, you know, extra boosted performance, you know, or cleaning capability. Uh, the next one on my list is another giant, Shell, Shell or the Shell Corporation. Uh, founded in 1890, uh, their headquarters are in London, England, uh, and they currently have about uh, I think 40,000 uh, worldwide locations. Uh, and their 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 uh their gas is uh, their special feature in their gas is um. Shell V Power Nitro 91, which is a nitrogen-containing detergent. Now, a lot of people don't know. Um, was gonna say. Oh yeah, this is for like the fucking dumb fucks who don't know. There are different levels in in your fuel, right? And you and you should be able to know and check. Usually, it's on the cap of your gas uh, of your gas pump, or sorry, it's on the cap of your uh, gas tank. It will tell you what fuel your car needs, right? My good old V6 American baby, she takes a good old 87 regular, right? The lowest of the low because she gets the job done just like her daddy, right? But if you're driving, like when I drove a BMW, I had to put like 91 premium. I had to put premium gas, you know? Now, the thing is, is that um, you can, if you are in emergency or or maybe you're broke as fuck, you can put regular once in a while. It's not going to thing, but the truth is that regular usually has more how can i explain it it's not as refined as a premium gas so over time it may it may wear down your engine and your and your fuel tank and your fuel lines faster right so for you dumb fucks check what fuel your car needs and and follow the guidelines right does that mean look from time to time i like to treat my baby and i'll i'll drop a 94 in, in her right That's no problem, right? But I make sure, you know, standardly, I, you know, I put in the regular, right? So, yeah, guys, know your fuels. Know know how your car works, okay? That's another thing. If you don't know how your car works, like, oh, I don't know how to open the trunk. Or, oh, I don't know how to pop the hood. Or, I don't know how to check the oil. Get the fuck off the road. Drive. Just drive and just, just go back to public transit, you poor fuck. You know? Just the amount of shitty drivers that I see. You know, but anyways, Shell, (laughs) Shell gas station. Uh, A lot of people don't know, but um, I believe Shell has uh, the V-Power Nitro 94. Basically, Shell Shell is one of the major uh, uh, gas sponsors for Formula One racing. So their gas is, if I had to say anybody on the list today, Shell is the most premium gas you can get. Shell is top tier dog of gas gas in terms of technology, cleaning power, and all that stuff. So, you know, they take air miles. I know, I think at one point they used to take aeroplan, but they take air miles. Uh, and they have, like, I believe their convenience is the, the what's they' called, the select, select stores or whatever. They're all right. I think Circle K is better. But anyways, guys, uh, Shell, Shell. Uh, the next one on my list is BP, British Petroleum. Uh, founded in 1909, headquarters London, England. They have about 18,700 uh, locations worldwide. Uh, their fuel they have Invigorate, which minimizes oil deposits and buildup within the engine parts, and improve fuel economy enhances engines longevity. Uh, BP they have had issues in the past, you know, a couple of oil spills here and there. Um, I believe they used to be a top tier product, but they have actually slipped. Uh, I don't think they're still good. You know, they still get the job done. Uh, BP, not too many in Canada, but I definitely see them in the States and obviously in Britain and all this stuff. Um, I think they do better diesel. But anyways, BP, uh, British Petroleum, uh, good, again, standard. I would say just a good standard company to go with. Uh, The next one on my list is Sinclair. Sinclair, the big dino. Um, Dinosaur. Ah, uh, founded in 1916. Their headquarters in Utah, uh, Utah, America. Uh, not too many locations—about six, uh, 1600, sorry, one thousand six hundred uh, uh, locations. Uh, prominently in America only. Uh, fuel features: you got—they uh, have this thing. It's called Dino Care because their their big shtick is playing with dinosaurs. And it is registered as a top tier gasoline, which satisfies the requirements by most advanced engines. So Sinclair, they have a pretty good standard uh, fuel system. Um again, I, I don't think do I, I don't think I've personally fueled up at one, but uh I would put them in the same range as like a Sinoco or whatever. Pretty standard. They they get the job done. Uh next one on my list is the iconic 76. 76 founded in 1932. Their headquarters, if you guys know the famous 76 ball, I think they got them in like the, Los, the Dodger Stadium and they used to be a big part of NASCAR and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, founded in 1980. Oh, sorry. Founded in 1932, Texas. Uh, number of stations, they have about just a little bit under 2,000. Uh, fuel features, 76 meets more than 30% of the standards. It also hits an ideal three times the, 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 ter- the detergent requirement. Uh, put in place by the Environmental Protection Agency. So basically, se- 76, and I believe they were bought by somebody. I, I want to say Exxon Mobil bought them. But basically, they're 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 kind of mid tier, standard tier, uh, but iconic, obviously. So if you want to go to a good old 76 uh, station just to pump in, into your good old American car, do so. Right. Um, the next one on my list is. This one's a Canada only, guys. The next one is Petro Canada, founded in 1975, headquarters in Calgary, Alberta, which I think I'm going to be going to go in this summer. Uh, number of stations, only about 1,500 across the nation of Canada. Uh, pretty much their gas, they got you know the regular 87 octane, which is what I take. Then they got the uh, mid-level plus clean 89 octane. And then you got yourself the uh, super clean ninety-one octane, and then they have the top dog is their Ultra ninety-four. You know, Petro Canada pretty much a uh, good company. You get you can collect petrol points, the good old petrol points. Um, their convenience stores <sighs> a little hit or miss, right? But uh, Petro Canada stations. I used to work for a company where we had a petrol card. But then I got a points card under my name. So I used to collect a shitload of Petro points. I used to buy shit like, you know, like headphones and sunglasses because and, you could use those points and all that stuff. So I used to collect a lot of points with Petro because we used to we used to have a truck that you used to, have to fill with like, you know, uh diesel or whatever. right? And the dude I, tanks used to be almost like two hundred dollars a tank, right, to fill up that truck. Right. So I collect a lot of points. But Petro Canada, definitely one of the top tiers. In Canada, um, I, I just think, you know, its competition is obviously Shell and Esso, right? But Petro Canada definitely, I mean, definitely top three. Uh, but I don't know, worldwide, we'll see. Uh, the next one on my list is Ultramar. Ultramar, founded in 1961, headquarters in Montreal, Canada, only about 800 stations, right? I've been to, I've been, I've loaded up a few times, right? Uh, They have the standard ethanol free features in some of their gas. Um, In Canada, obviously, not too many locations, primarily in Montreal and Quebec in in those areas. But I've loaded up them again. I would say mid tier standard gas, um, but people find it popular. Uh, The next one on my list is and this one is popular with those that want to save i'm talking about costco yes the the famed uh bulk superstore does fuel as well and if you have a membership you should also definitely fuel up with them because uh you can save quite a bit costco the the company was founded in 1983 um they have about uh, they were uh headquarters is in Seattle, U S they have about 800 uh, stations worldwide. Not every Costco has a fueling station Um, or maybe they do. I have to double check. No, no, not, not every one of them, but most of them do. Um, Or sometimes you can just find just the Costco fuel on its own. Right. Uh, Features wise is that, yeah, you can save on average, some places you can save up to 20 cents. If you have your membership, I think a membership is like a hundred something bucks. So if you're going to be fueling up, basically I would say the the person that goes to Costco is if you're a family person, you know, you have to provide for your family, that combo of having a Costco membership and Costco fuel, you will save over the long run, you know, and you can do the research and all that stuff. So yeah, Costco fuel, definitely. Uh, if you want fuel, it's pretty standard, pretty good cleaning product as well does um, the job, so Costco fuel, if you're looking to save money in the long run uh, other companies to mention you got yourself, uh, so guys, those are the 10 best, I do want to mention other fuel places that are popular, some in Canada only, some in America, but just other ones you got yourself Canadian Tire Gas right, this is all right, you can pay in Canadian Tire money, which is the main source of uh, money in Canada, for those that don't know uh, you got 7-Eleven Gas Station Grab grab yourself a nice taquito. You got come and go. Yep, that's the real place. Quick Trip. Loves Travel Shop. Pilot Violent Flying J, which I usually see around the borders. Shits. Casey's. High V, Rudder's. Parker's. Bucky's, which is also known as a really great grocery store in the States. Uh, And then you got Maverick. So, guys, of the best fuel in Canada, uh, in the world, the best gas station. In terms of size and power, I got to say Shell. Shell and fuel-wise, they got the best. In terms of fuel alone, Shell is definitely a top dog. Then my next would obviously be ExxonMobil. In terms of size, also a great formula, ExxonMobil slash SO. And then you know what? Because of their they've been around the longest, they also do a good product. Chevron. So between Chevron Did it get darker? <laughs> uh, between Chevron Between Chevron, ExxonMobil and and uh, Shell, right? Okay, guys. Because I'm am I'm a Canadian, I don't go to Chevron as much, but I know they're a standard in America. Between Esso and Shell, because here's the thing: I collect PC per, PC points in Canada, so it helps me with my groceries. So I sometimes go to Esso for that, and I believe the car washes are better. Esso, Exxon, whatever, they tend to have better car wash, but. Your boy likes to also clean his car by hand. So that doesn't necessarily factor in. Location-wise, they're both great. Fuel-wise, I got to give Shell. Their, their V-Power uh, is better fuel. So the best gas station in the world is Shell. Shell gas station. Uh, I mean, guys, number of locations. where They're powerful. Their fuel is used in F1. They have very good product. A lot of locations. Uh, so yeah, guys, I got to I got I to gotta give Shell top tier dog on today's list. So, anyways, guys, that's the best things in life podcast. I've been Kevin Amoki. I drive a Mustang. It takes uh, it takes regular 87 gas.